All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Packer Principal Podcast. My name is Zach Lino. I'm the high school assistant principal. And I'm Scott Sherman, the very proud principal of Fremont High School. And we are joined today by Mr. Dan Hunt and Mr. Dave Walls. Over the past decade, Dan has given his life to influencing, coaching, and training athletes, coaches, and leaders in creating cultures that people find purpose, experience fulfillment, and are able to live from a place of authenticity. From NCAA athletic teams to professional organizations, Dan creates insight, helps develop strategies, and coaches teams and individuals to maximize themselves in their pursuit of being the best they can be. We're also joined today by Mr. Dave Walls, who is our Fremont Public Schools Athletic Director. Dan, to get us started, can you tell us a little bit about your journey? Yeah, well first, just appreciate you guys uh, having me on here. you know, just recently moved to Fremont about a year and a half ago and uh, love the community. So very glad and proud to be a part of this and, and being invited in. But uh, so I started uh, really coaching probably 15 years ago. Um, my grandfather got me into tennis, which was my primary sport. Um, I had the opportunity to begin coaching at an athletic facility down in Spring Lake, Michigan, um, and then left there, started coaching, or actually went to school at Ferris State University, left after that, continued to coach, and got the opportunity to go back to Ferris State, um, and just always enjoyed not only sports, but just seeing people develop into the best versions of of themselves um, through whatever they were doing. So um, that's really what sparked it, and I've just continued on this journey and have found a way and kind of, I would say, my niche or or what I really enjoy is that, that mental-emotional piece in developing cultures where kids can really maximize the way they think and the way they process things, um, yeah, through athletics. So, yeah, that's kind of how I started on my journey. So, Dan, you mentioned uh – that your primary sport growing up was tennis, uh, and then you mentioned you got into coaching. Was that just tennis, or what is your background in, in coaching? Yeah, so primarily coaching tennis. I uh, played a little bit of soccer, basketball, some hockey. Like I did all the sports, I would say, um, but really just found, again, the, the niche in enjoyment through tennis. I enjoyed the fact that it was uh, not only physical, but very mental sport because there's times between each point, you know, where you really, you're winning or losing the match in that 30 to 45 seconds between the points. Um, And so just naturally being uh, good at tennis, uh, started coaching tennis at the high school level, um, coaching individuals, again, at an organization down in Spring Lake, Michigan, um, and then through summer programs, things like that, and got the opportunity to go back up to Ferris State and actually coach some of those teams. So um, yeah, primarily just tennis has been the main sport. uh, And then after leaving Ferris, started leaning into how do you consult and work with a lot of different sports teams, especially with that mental side that I would say I forged my path um, really coaching and leaning into that space through tennis. Awesome. So, uh, Dan, we see you around the building a lot. Uh, Mr. Walls has had you come in and working with our athletic programs. What does that look like? What do you do with our kids here at Fremont High School? Yeah, so specifically with a leadership class, um, we've really leaned into, one, understanding leadership, and then also beginning to talk about how do we how do we influence and leverage that influence within our school, um, within ourselves first and being that example, and then talking through real-time scenarios that some of these kids are experiencing in their, their athletic teams and how to help lead through you know, and getting them to the, the place that they desire, right? Or, or re- experiencing outcomes that they desire, essentially. So I've leaned into that a lot with uh, specifically leadership and then worked with a couple different sports teams, primarily football, where um, the last couple years just coming in, I help kind of, you know, talk through 
uh, you know, past week and then help them set the tone for the week in, you know, on Mondays. Um, And I try to bring a concept. So when you think of mental skills and you think of, you know, how to process through experiences, I'm a big person on being in the moment. You know, when you think of athletics or performance or even in the classroom, it's it's always about how can you be in the moment and not thinking about the past and not be too overwhelmed by the future. And so coming in with the football team, it was first, how do we create the environment where we're deeply connected and we can begin to lean into this um, and we can begin to leverage and develop these skills and then giving them tangible skills Monday, you know, hey, as we're looking, here's an intention for the week, and here's a skill that we can leverage when we experience these things moving forward. When you're dealing with leadership, how does uh, what does leadership look like to you? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I think specifically with leadership, I would say, one, I look at it and from the perspective that everybody is a leader. Everybody, and I know that's thrown out there a lot, but um, it's first understanding that leadership is leveraging your influence in the context of a relationship. So everybody has influence and relationships are essentially proximity and and frequency, right? And when you look at it from that lens, uh, the first person you should really be leading is yourself. And so we look into, especially this leadership class, it was, hey, who, who are you? What do you value? And how do you begin to make decisions based on that for yourself and then how do you begin to do that in, in context of relationship with others, right? And so if I deeply value relationships, right, I want to make decisions when I'm facing especially challenges based on first the relationship I have with myself, how I view myself, you know, um, and what I value. But then also how do I value other people in that relationship, you know? And so it, it really is an inward to then outward. And I found in that approach uh, kids and even adults are really able to build a foundation of confidence, right? Um, when I face these challenging things that I don't know what to do, it's like, ah, what, what to do? It's like, wait, who am I? And, and how do I show up? What are my values here? You know what I mean? And then you have, a, I would say, a compass moving forward. Uh, before I ask my next question, I wanted to point out that you have said Spring Lake twice. That is the quota. Uh, in a day that you can mention it. Uh, so if we if you mention Spring Lake at Fremont High School, you're terminating his contract. <laughs> yes. That's it. That's yes. you're done. You're done. Well, we'll uh, say we'll say it wasn't a school in Spring yes, Lake. Yes. It was an organize organization. Uh, going. He said know, it again, by the way. I just yeah. wanted to <laughs> right. Go, going forward, uh, you know, you had worked with our our leadership class uh, club and class, uh, you know, on Wednesdays. You've been working with our football team more with the culture, I believe, of the football team, uh, if I was to define what you were saying. Uh, as you work with all that and you're talking to these kids about you know, what makes you know, them a better athlete, what makes them a, a good teammate, how would you define all that? You know, if, you know, if, a, if a kid came to you and said, hey, I want to be the best, you know, how would you define you know, what, is, what is the best teammate? Yeah. know that you can be. Yeah, that's a great question. I would look at that through the lens of um, first, like, how am I bringing the best out of myself? Right. So 
what are the things that I need to do to bring the best out of myself? And then how do I lead and interact with others to bring the best out of them? You know, so, and I think that's different for everybody. The best, the best I can be is going to be much different than anybody else here. And to be able to identify that for ourselves and then being able to say, you know, my interactions with you and how we're communicating or how we're working together on a team, am I bringing the best out of you or am I, I would say, diminishing and, and kind of holding you back, you know? And so that's, that's the way I would look through that. And I think a big part of that, I kind of alluded to it before, was first finding ways in, in leveraging strategies in, to keep you in the moment, right? When you think of performance, especially in athletics, but again, anything that you do, the state of flow or being in the zone is being fully present in the moment. And so I would argue that your greatest place of potential is in that moment. And so the first thing I'm gonna come in and do is say, okay, let's, let's identify that. Let's create some understanding behind that. But then what are some skills that we can begin to develop there? You know what I mean? And then as I'm interacting with people and interacting with my teammates, how can I help keep them in the moment? So a really tangible strategy that we talk about is what's our clear goal? When I show up, when I show up to a practice, when I show up to a, a weight room session, when I show up to the game, like what is my clear goal? And making sure that it's extremely clear and I know action steps that I can take to, to achieve that. The second thing is what's immediate feedback? So not only the immediate feedback I'm giving myself in the internal narrative, but what is the immediate feedback I'm giving to you as you're trying to achieve your clear goal? And, and obviously we all have the clear goal together is that we wanna, we wanna get an outcome. We wanna get a result and a win. And then the final thing is, and this is the one where it's, it's a little more nuanced, but it's, it's a just manageable challenge. And so if I'm coming into a weight room and I'm lifting a weight that's not challenging, like I want teammates that are gonna say, hey Dan, like let's pick it up, man. You, you got a little bit more in the tank. But also if it's too much that I got teammates that are like, all right, let's, let's take this back a step. Let's help you be successful and then increase the challenge again. You know what I mean? And so those are three real important components when we're talking about being in the moment and getting into the zone. And the unique thing about that is that when you're in that space, you're, you lose track of time and we've all experienced that. But the ironic thing is that you actually lose the connection with your ego. And when you lose that connection with your ego and you're in that space, when you come back and you go out of it and you come back in, that's when your confidence increases. And when you talk to teams and athletes, that's everybody wants, like, I want to be more confident. Well, that's a critical piece of it is being able to activate and get into that space and get into the zone. Dan, uh, what are some or who are some current leaders that you follow and uh and are intrigued by yeah that's a great question i i yeah i i, I bounce around a lot right like i'll yeah. i'll get into a space and I'll, I'll read a book or i'll read some research with somebody and then i i like go down a rabbit hole and like what other books have they wrote what other where are they you know what podcasts what interviews and things like that um i would say initially when i started on this path especially leading and coaching one of the first people was john gordon uh, very easy, tangible reads, very easy to talk about positivity and, and to really experience the effects of shifting your mind towards the things that you desire and being more positive. You know what I mean? Um, and then as I've kind of gone through this journey, I've dug into a little bit more of like sports psychologists and in general, other psychologists and how the mind works and emotions work and things like that. Um, um, I, it's Brad Stuttleberg was a, a, a big guy as of late. Um, and then there's other books like 
you know, people have heard of like Jacko Willink, you know, extreme ownership. Like you, you get some of these books that you sprinkle in and, and you're like, yeah, that's a good read. Um, right now I'm actually reading a, a book. I think it's Erwin Sterling, maybe Steer. I, I don't know how to pronounce the last name, but, um, it's a really interesting book and it's called take off from within. And so it was one of those things where I began this approach, even in my coaching career of, of control, what you can control, which is the internal coming out. And then, you know, 10 years later, I'm reading a book and he's highlighting essentially that approach and how he approaches psychology in that same way, you know? So, um, yeah, I would say like, I, I go through phases and, and get, go down those rabbit holes. I'm sure we all do of like, Mm -hmm. you know, oh man, I get this theme. And then it's like, what other themes and authors and researchers can I, can I, you know, collectively grab a hold of and expand my knowledge in this space? Uh, You know, you worked with our kids last year, uh, and I'm kind of going back to that, that teammate part and what to look at for in a kid. You were part of the Fair State Basketball National Championship runs in there, and one of the stories I've heard you tell it a couple times to our kids is you like to put the kids on challenges and, you know, get them thinking and getting them out of their comfort zone, and it's the one role player, basketball player that you had, and you guys were doing a height. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah. Can you tell that story? Because I, our, our kids kind of gravitate to that story yeah. and the and the outcomes of that story. Yeah. So it was um, was fortunate enough at an organization that I worked for. Um, myself and another individual were brought in and doing some work with them. And at one point in time, they came to a facility that we were uh, running some trainings out of, and we did an activity that um, essentially we strung a ladder up and had the basketball players climb this one at a time but there was strings held on to and they were all on like belay systems and things like that but there were strings holding on to the ladder where their teammates were holding on to this ladder and there was a specific individual that was very scared of heights uh like a visceral like to tears almost like very nervous and just ah, I don't want to do this you know as as a lot of people do they you get this risk and perceived risk and it's like ah what do I do and so he, he ended up climbing this ladder and he, I remember him being at the base and like not wanting to do it. And then looking around is like, I'm going to do this for you guys, right? Like this, this isn't for like, I'm going to do this for you. And he climbs up this ladder and gets to the top. And when he's up to the top, we had him like calm his breathing down and get to a point where a, he, he tossed a basketball up and he's putting a basketball between his legs and, and around his his waist and he's on the top rung of this ladder that's probably 35 40 foot tall right and then we get him to calm his breathing down after a couple of those things and he actually visualizes shooting a free throw and then we bring him back down right um the whole team had to do this yes one at a time including coaches including coaches and so yeah i mean staff meeting (laughs) that's exactly what i was thinking next staff meeting that's where (laughs) get the ladder out (laughs) and that's that's the power of some of those experiences is when you lean into those and you develop the confidence and the skill that you can actually do that in that space and then there's the camaraderie that we all did it together you know i mean it was just a real powerful moment and another one that i experienced was working with a volleyball team actually fair state volleyball and we i had them doing these canoes up this hill right and it, it was basically like you know, empty the tank, right? What can you give? You know, so they're, they're running this canoe up this hill with a rope and they're dragging it behind. And all the girls are just taxed. Like, I don't know if I have anything else and I'm training them. All right, breathe through. Like, don't think about the next one. Think about in the moment recovering and then locking back in to do with the next one when I say go. And one of the seniors on the team looks at me and says, coach, like if I can drag this up the hill all by myself, 
can we be done? <laughs> you know? And all the girls were like, really? Like, we all want to quit and you're ready to do, you know? And it was just a just pivotal moment. And I remember this girl and, and she would have done it. She would have bit the hill and, and clawed up it to make sure that her team didn't have to go through this anymore. You know what I mean? And that team looked to her in the future and, and through that whole season and was like, you're, you're the one we have confidence in. And she was a huge impact throughout the entire year. That's really cool. You know, I was thinking about that staff meeting, Scott, and uh, I, uh, I think we got an agenda for our next one. And I don't think we have any climbing rope, but I think we got some yarn for the ladder. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. That's right. Demo floss. That's yeah. an amazing story. That's wild. Uh, so, Dan, you, uh, you go around to different schools, organizations, companies, and you have a, uh, a, a jacket on that I always see you have this jacket on. And it has this uh, phrase on it, and I want to ask you about that. Yeah. What does mariachi mean? And I hope I'm yeah. pronouncing that correctly, yeah. but what does that mean, and how do you uh, use that phrase in what you do? Yeah, it's funny. Uh, it's actually mariachi, and uh. don't feel bad. Because I, I found this word, and now, and now that I've you know, created a company around this word, Meraki Performance, I often go, man, maybe it should have been a different word, right? But uh, So Meraki um, is, you know, what I found, it's a Greek word, which there's no English translation for. Um, and so it that makes it easy. Yeah, <laughs> right? Zach has a tattoo like that. Yeah, <laughs> right. And essentially what it means is to do something with such love, intention, focus, and heart that you leave a piece of yourself behind. And when I think of not only people in athletics or business and, and just even your guys' role, like we all have the desire to leave things better than what we found it, you sure. know? And then the other side of it too is when you think of being in the zone or being – uh, you know, in the state of flow and, and peak performance, it's really when you're giving your full self, love, intention, heart, everything you have to what you're doing. And, and that's the idea of flow. So it just, it really aligned with what I, you know, what I wanted to do moving forward and, and bring to people. Um, mm-hmm. As we talked about in the beginning, like people finding purpose and experiencing fulfillment and being the best they can be, like that's at the, the core of Meraki. You know, um, we have a lot of kids that come into high school athletics with aspirations to go on to the next level. Uh, you work with a lot of kids, uh, athletes that have those aspirations. Mm-hmm. How do you coach them? What do you say to them? Uh, how do you influence their decision-making to try and get to that next level? Uh, what do you say to them? Yeah, and, and so one is that I'm not an expert in every single sport in terms of the X's and O's and strategies, so I'm very upfront with that. Um, and so do, do you need the talent and skills? Absolutely. You absolutely do. And I often say talent and skills will get you recruited. Talents and skills might get you onto the team and get you a scholarship, which is great. Um, but that's not going to keep you there. Uh, time and time again, when I go in and work with college sports teams um, or, or speak at colleges, it's, it's on the side of how, how do we develop their character? How do we develop their mindset? How do we how do we keep them pursuing? Because so many times athletes go, I just, I just want to be on the field. I just want to start. I just want the scholarship. And then they get that, and it's like, okay, I obtained it. Now what do I do? And they're lost in space. Like, where, where, do my, where does my focus go? Like, how do I keep developing and growing, you know? And, and they're just kind of trying to grab something. So I would encourage athletes, if you have that aspiration, and I do when I talk to them, it's like continue to – Continue to strive to be the best you can be in terms of the skills that you need to, to compete at the level that you want. 
but develop the mindset in in the the character in the confidence in yourself that you can raise the floor and therefore have a higher ceiling in an example i would give is just in this leadership class we've been talking through and started having these kids and at freshman even sophomore like what do you value? What do you, what do you ultimately desire? I know you want to play at the next level, but what does that represent for you? And one individual identified how he'd been hitting a wall in the weight room, right? I just keep hitting. I don't know. I don't know how to push past that. And so we walked through this process and said, well, how do you show up? What's your values, right? Like, what does that look like through weight training? And what do you ultimately desire out of this weight training? And through like, shifting his perspective outside of the result and back to himself internal he was able to break through that wall you know what i mean and and i think that's a great example that we and obviously sports is finite there is a result there is an end but when we focus on the internal and how that shows up that's when not only we can put ourselves in a better position for more results but i would argue we even raise the floor and then the ceiling to what we can do and what we have done in the past You've said a lot about, you know, the conversations you have with our athletes, with our students. You know, what's one piece of advice that you would give to a coach that walked up and said, hey, I need some help? You know, how would you, what would, what's the one thing you would tell, tell the coach? Yeah, I would say clarity, like clarity. It would, and whatever you do, create clarity. And I think that um, there's a multiple ways that you can create clarity, uh, but performance a critical piece of performance when you think of any task that you want to do or any performance that you're trying to do whatever it is if there's not clarity you're probably not performing at your best and so if you can create clarity for what are we doing why are we here where are we going things like that especially when it's outside of the win like do we want results absolutely we're playing a sport we're coach like i want to win you know what i mean but I also understand that that is not fully within my control. So make very clear what is within my control and then take daily actions towards you know, maximizing that and actually achieving that. And, and I think for some coaches, that it's like, okay, well, where do I start? You know, I would say, why, why a team? Like what, yes, we want to win a game, but what, what is the function of this team? What are we trying to achieve? You know, a lot of people say, well, well a championship, okay. But what do we need to do in order to win that championship? How do we make that clear? And I would even argue, again, championship is, is yes, we see that in a result, but it starts with a mindset. It starts with an identity. It starts with, this is who I am. I'm a champion, and, and I'm going to do these things every single day, and I know that's going to put me in a position to potentially get the opportunity to play for one. You know what I mean? Instead of just making it, hey, the championship, the championship, the championship. Um, and you can even relate that to school, right? Like I, I want to be a great student. Okay, great. Right. Well, if you focus on that a and how maybe you didn't get that a, and now what I'm a bad student, what am I going to do? You know, but if you focus on, Hey, I want to be the best student I can be. I want to be a great student. I want to be a lifelong learner. And then you identify all the things you can do to build up to that, that will produce more A's. You know what I mean? And so it's shifting that perspective a little bit and making it really clear. Mindset mindset is so important. Well, Dan, thank you for taking the time today. Um, we're so happy to share your story and and learn about all the aspects of leadership that you bring to not only our kids but our community. And um, we're just thankful to have you here and sharing your story. Awesome. Thanks, Dan. Uh, well, that's it for our Packer Principal Podcast episode. Uh, you can be able to find this on Spotify and also on our Facebook page. So thank you very much for joining us. 
Thank you, uh, Mr. Walls, for bringing in Dan on a regular basis. He's a great asset to our athletics and also our student population. So thank you so much, Dan. We appreciate you coming in. Yeah, thanks, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Packer Principal Podcast. My name is Zach Lino. I'm the high school assistant principal. And I'm Scott Sherman, the very proud principal of Fremont Public Schools. And that was wrong, too. <laughs> Why? Because I'm a very proud principal of Fremont Public Schools. I'm not the principal of all the schools. Yeah, you're Come right. on. Let's get this right. Dance time is important. All right. One more time. What about my time? This is, eh. this is two <laughs> screw-ups on you, by the way. <laughs> I don't like how this is charting. Uh. <laughs> Get it together. All right. You need some coffee? Nope. I'm ready now. Focused. <laughs> okay. That intro, by the way, was really good by my head. All right. Are you ready? <laughs> ready again? He's like, yeah, we've been recording. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go.